Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's Friday. It's 1135, and that means Tech Talk. Uh, of course, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Uh, when your battery dies, like the mayor's did today, uh, call uh, Marcus and the guys at Hamilton Limousine, and they'll get you where you need to go, or anywhere else you want to go, as for that matter, too. Adam Oldfield, president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing, is here. How are you doing? You, your car's starting okay? You know what? I have Hamilton Limo to help me get there where you I, mean, I don't. I told you. You know, you know what? They, uh, the Marcus and the crew over there, they're, they're phenomenal. They always get me where I need to be for my meeting purposes. It was so cold, though, this week. I actually said the staff work from home, because it's not even worth trying to everyone go through the havoc and the headache of trying to, you know, first of all, it was that snowstorm at the beginning of the week, yeah. followed by the sub-degree temperatures. So I was just, the benefit of, of where we are in technology, hence Tech Talk, is that it allows you to be able to work from your home. It allows you to be completely remote. I wish I was in the Orlando office. However, I love <laughs> Hamilton that much. I want everyone to appreciate that I'm not ready to go anywhere. Not I, yet. I anyway. got to tell you, because I was thinking about the Hamilton limousine. I mean, earlier this week, I mean, it was minus 30 with the 38, I think, at yeah, one day with the wind right. chill. And I'm out there at 430 in the morning. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I love my vehicle, but uh, you know, leather's cold. Very, uh, yes. <laughs> and the, Very and the, cold. And the car gets pretty darn cold too. And I was just yeah. thinking, boy, wouldn't it be nice to just you know have a limo stand, a nice warm limo, just uh, pick me up and I'll, I'll take me off to work. The guys are great. They show up and it's already warm. God bless them for getting in there before everyone else and get you get you where you need to be and get you all settled in place. Yeah, I love the, I love it so much. It's great. All right, I got, got I got a lot of stuff I want to talk to you about yeah. here today. We're going to get into some Apple stuff and, and I was just mentioning earlier in the program uh, what's really interesting about uh, we do Tech Talk. I know you talk about some of the gizmos and some of the yeah, inventions yeah. and innovative things that are happening, yep. but tech is very much in the news these days for security issues, uh, Huawei and a bunch of stuff. So we'll yeah. get into all that. But I got to ask you right off the top. Yeah. Uh, I, I was in the supermarket the other day, and now I do not go to the self-checkout. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no. On principle, I don't. Okay. Be- because right, fair. It's taken, fair it's taken somebody's job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that's I, right. I, I will, that's fair. I'd rather wait in line. If there's 10 people in line and there's yep. a self-checkout, I'll wait in line. Right. right. But I know a lot of people that do this. Right. Uh, and what's, and, and with anything else, as you've always said, as soon <laughs> yes. as somebody develops a system like they do with self-checkout, that's right. there's somebody <clears> who's <throat> going to figure out how to scam it. That's right. Right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and some guy tried to do this, a 19-year-old? Well, yeah, nineteen-year-old in France, uh, and and you know, talking about the grocery market and where it is. Let's just walk through the process. Simple: the self-checkout in the Amazons. We say, how amazing is this? Yeah. You scan your phone, you put it in your basket. But again, a machine is a machine. And we have to factor that that's still the case. These are not someone double-checking and, and approving anything. So here's the part. This kid in, in, in France, which uh, sort of a self-checkout, the way it works was you take your fruits and vegetables, and it was like a, a Walmart or a, a, what, a shopper's drug mart, kind okay, of a yeah, fruit, yeah. veggie, slash department store kind of idea, like a PC supermarket kind of. Anyway, he took some fruits and veggies. Genius, really was. Um, it, sorry, went to the fruit and vegetable market, took a PlayStation 4, put the PlayStation 4 on the rack, so it measured it. Yeah. And it said that it was worth so many pounds, which was valued at $9.27. The child took the sticker, which it spit out when you weighed it, stuck it on the uh, uh, PlayStation 4, uh, walked up to the self-checkout, because there was nobody there to look at it and yeah. go... Hey, fruits and vegetables with a PlayStation 4. Scan the barcode because legitimately it was weighed and and measured at a cost. Well, uh, he managed to walk away with a $600 machine for uh, $15.34. It was euros, uh, actually, but managed to walk away with a... And so he was obviously very smitten with himself. He went back the next day. There you go. See? He went back the next day and he got caught. Obviously, they realized the... This is how dumb people are. 
Well, he was 19. I guess he just kind of figured, hey, I can get away with this while he got caught. He's doing, I mean, France doesn't mess around. No. Three months in jail he'll be doing at the age of 19 for uh, uh, taking. Now, he says he sold it for 100 uh, euros or otherwise. But anyway, there are some flaws. With so our, he didn't even get to keep the PlayStation. He didn't, no, he didn't, he didn't get to use it. I mean, it, it, he basically got uh, came up with an ingenious way and got a, uh, so I don't know if that's real. Are we allowed to talk about ways to scam technology in Tech Talk? But that is one little flaw they got to obviously take a look at. Well, and obviously have somebody keep an eye on what's going on at those places too. That's right, yes. Which I mean, only goes to show you, you see, if there was a cashier there that never would have happened. And this is part of it. I mean, I look at this, there's going to be a lot of this. We've seen this with uh, with Amazon. There was a lot of uh, uh, scamming positions on that. The the free return system and all the, all those scams are still applicable. And we're going to see a lot of that. This is where we were referring to identity theft to a level with yeah. technology. This is a pure example of that. A lot of Apple news this week. You know what? Apple's got some problems. I mean, we said we had some bumpy roads and we weren't sure what we were going to get. When we talked about Apple a few months back about the new XS, the new XR, and what are you getting for your $1,500? Here's what you're getting with your uh, money invested right now. A buggy, buggy system. <laughs> and really, so much so that Apple really didn't pay attention to one that was pretty legitimate. And it was about uh, two weeks ago, uh, a teenager playing Fortnite with their Apple, uh, connected with friends. And the face uh, FaceTime bug was that you would call someone. And it's very easy to do. It's If you upgraded to the OS 12, you would call someone on FaceTime. While you're calling them, you swipe up, and then you add add your, add another number to the group. It instantly would make the connection without the other user on the other end connecting with it. So uh, Facebook is or Apple is very much in tune with uh, addressing this issue. So they've they've announced that they're going to be repairing it. They disabled the FaceTime group chat for now, um, but not without its promise or uh, challenges. A Texas law firm just sued, and probably the first of many, uh, a case where uh, uh, very much uh, confidential disclosing information was heard um, through a Facebook, uh, or sorry, through a FaceTime, I keep calling face, too, too many faces in the beginning of programs here, um, in the FaceTime environment. So this will be the first lawsuit against Apple. I think it's not going to be the last. Uh, they haven't resolved it. They're still going to be coming up with it because this applies to desktop. It applies to iPads. It applies to phones. It's on all of the operating system. That's a pretty big, serious bug. And then on top of that, I think Apple's got some serious issues internally um, dealing with employee theft and, and dealing with their, uh, uh, we talked about the self-driving cars, it all just kind of came together that Apple's getting sued with this FaceTime bug, and now Apple also has uh, in the process of defending itself from employees stealing autonomous car information and bringing it to China. Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Ironically, apparently the individual working with Apple stealing the autonomous, self-driving Apple car, hush hush, was going to be stealing the secrets and going to see his sick father back in China. And it was relayed that it has a connection with Huawei. Just making a point. So maybe the (laughs) FBI's onto something. Yeah, it kind of looks like it, doesn't it? It just kind of all comes together, doesn't it? This goes back to something you talked about a couple of years ago on this program. And it's a basic elementary thing to remember with this. Stuff. If you can talk to these things, they can listen to you. Yeah, and, and I think this is part of it. We have you know, whether it's Siri, whether it's Alexa, yeah. whether it's app, you know your phone, whatever the case is. If if somebody <laughs> wants to do this, I mean, you've got to remember that. And, I, and we always just used to say, "Oh yeah, I, I agree to the terms. Sure, I do. Click. <laughs> yeah, I want to get right. onto this. Hurry, I want to get on YouTube. Hurry up. Yeah, yeah. But but you know, we're we're selling our souls. We're, we're you're selling your souls. I mean, I really encourage if you've got a if you've got a camera lens on your desktop or your phone, get a sticky note that. 
that three note. Uh, yeah, uh, mine's covered. Cover it. Yeah, it's or put a piece of tape over it unless you're using it because. All of our systems are very, very easy to be uh, uh, to be hacked. I mean, these issues, and this is Apple. This is a trillion, trillion dollar company. And you would think that as a company this big, this large, they're covering all of their bases when it comes to their security. It's pretty tough when you get that big. Not only that, too. And they're trying to launch them very quickly. We see that every year. I mean, yeah. I, we wouldn't have tech talk if they weren't launching them as much and, and, and upgrading as often as they are. There's always new things coming out. And so I think this is something we have to uh, factor in is that with the technology you're buying, with the equipment you're upgrading with, you got to remember you're probably letting someone or something listen and watch you. And uh, and evident of that is Apple's. And this is a big bug. I mean, on, I, I say this constantly. Steve Jobs is just banging on the coffin right now going, get me out of here. I need to fix this company. But Anyway, short short of that, I'm, I'm I'm sure they'll resolve their issue shortly. And and it's this is this is important stuff. I mean, I know because I've seen some people responding, for instance, on Facebook, and say, I don't care if they they sell information about what, what cars I'm looking up. Right. No, that's that's only skimming the surface. That's right. It's just the tip of the it's iceberg. It's data. They yeah. can they can get bank records. They can get all sorts of stuff. Yeah. You you know what? I think no one really understands how important their information is w- until they're in a position where they're being questioned on it. And I think there is a a, a couple issues. I, I saw with that whole in Italy, particularly I know in the in the in the country of Italy, the police were actually pulling over people, to, and they have the right with their laws to take their phones and they could question someone in a fancy sports car, particularly a Ferrari. They were able to go through their information immediately, like not can I see your license registration? Can I see your cell phone? And you need to unlock your phone. If you don't, we can arrest you and hold your phone and detain it. They can go through your phone records contents and say, how do you afford this vehicle, sir? Because they're tied into a government tax situation to challenge whether people are using illegal money to buy uh, uh, expensive equipment. Weird, weird stuff. All right, let's talk about something a little more frivolous. Uh, okay, Digisexuality. Sure. I wanted you to hear this word. I want you to hear it on CHML because this is a word that's going to be common as Google. It new, is new to me. It, <laughs> digisexuality is a term that has now been derived to encompass everything that involves sexual connection through technology. And we talked about there's sex robots and there's you know dating online and now there's all sorts of inner uh, virtual reality dating rooms and everything. Everything else, the new term to encompass that whole environment, and this includes Snapchats, Instagrams, messaging when you're texting someone in a romantic environment. It's called digisexuality. It is basically a term that's going to be commonly used, and we'll probably be using it on Tech Talk regularly. Um, that is now about to identify anything to do with a sexual relationship or connection online. So I thought these were relevant, and they're using these terms. Uh, a Japanese man in November married a hologram. <laughs> I mean, how do you define that? How do you put that in and say, well, what what kind of category is it? It's called digisexuality. In 2017, an artificial intelligence engineer in China married a robot. And and I think I've seen other situations where someone was uh, uh, in New York had claimed that she was marrying her uh, Alexa machine because she felt that it was connected and was able to give her the relationship. So I just give this, uh, this is a term we're going to be hearing a lot about how people are putting their love and relationships into artificial intelligence and robots. And this is just, uh, it's no longer a sci-fi movie or a, an episode of the mirror on Netflix, it is. This is reality. This is bizarre. I mean, come on, <laughs> really? I don't make with, this up with robots. I don't make this up. 
This isn't this isn't me. You'd that, never, would you? Me? No, of course not. But no. I mean, technically, I look at it, and when when uh, I was uh, divorced and Michelle and I met, we we met online, you know, and and it was great. I mean, I'm I, I it was the best way to find someone, and and uh, I'm very pleased with the results that it worked out. So I guess technically, I used uh, digi sexuality as a way to connect with 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 the love of my life. So I I guess so. Yeah, I guess I have to accept never, that's never. The way it is. I would never. Although I do have a soft spot for my Roomba, but but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's as far as that's it goes. as far as it goes. Exactly, oh, those it. affections come in different forms, right? All right, uh, name me something that's going down in price. Everything seems to be going up right now, and it looks like uh, internet's going to the cost of internet too is back. Uh, well, it's uh, going to skyrocket, I would think. You know what? I I mean, we hear I, it's such a it's such a convoluted detail right now, and and God bless. Sometimes the big companies, and we only have how many to go for yeah. in this in this province. But there's a couple things that I and, think, and are, the ones that we have, of course, <laughs> all have monopolies. I'm going to take my business somewhere else. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> and we've all agreed that's the price. Yeah. So right now, the big telephone companies are talking about hiking prices again. Coming in March, the bring your own device, which is a really big thing. You can take your phone, you can take your device, and go anywhere you want to go. Right now, there's an increase that's coming out for the bring your own device. Bell's got it. Uh, Telus has it. Uh, you're looking at about an extra five dollars. So it was, I think, it's sixty dollars for ten gigs. It's now going to be the same val- same product, but you're going to pay sixty five dollars for the same amount of value. Now, following that, I think what's also important is CanCon and CRTC is looking to also create, uh, just to segue that, not only to the data, why I think that's important is that CanCon and CRTC is right now looking at taxing the internet because they want Canadian content to be more relevant online. They think that Netflix isn't doing their part. They don't think YouTube's doing their part. Just like the CBC, and in fact, I believe the, uh, uh, if I'm right, the president or CEO made some claim that we're looking at colonialism and this is what the internet is. And I'm like, where did you come up with that? So part of it is, here's my challenge, is that if Netflix, and I wanted to compare this and tell listeners, Here's the deal. Netflix right now makes $400 million in, in, in Canada. Now, a little more than that. We'll say probably about six, because that was 2015 rate, earnings. So let's say half a million dollars is what Netflix makes in Canada. That's great. Like, that's a lot of money. They made $5.6 billion in the USA. They made $1.1 billion in, uh, in, in Europe and worldwide, other than China. Netflix is nowhere in China, but they are in every country. They made over $18 billion, okay? Out of $18 billion they've earned, Canada had $8 billion invested for production. $8 billion, Bill. I don't think the CR, I don't think CBC has ever made a Beachcombers episode or series worth $8 billion. That was last year they spent $8 billion. So before we go into this and start creating this, hey, we need to tax these Netflix and YouTubes, they are putting some serious, serious money back into the economy. And not only just what we're subscribing. So I think there's a big issue. I think listeners need to be aware of this because the only one that's going to hurt is us, the consumer. By the way, you know, we just talked about, yeah, monopolies and everything. There are people that, because of this increase that Netflix announced, they yeah. said, we're going someplace else because there are there are alternatives now two years going BitTorrents, which are underground programs yeah. that you could stream your tvs we talked about that before where yeah. these little android boxes and everything they were losing viewers losing and i mean by the millions of losing 
since the increase that we heard about and we've been talking on Netflix is increasing and YouTube is now charging for premium programming, they are now on the rise. We can expect to see those little Android boxes coming back into the media and becoming a problem. They are increasing because people are just going, okay, you've hit your threshold. I'm not going to pay your $14 or $18 a month anymore. I'm just going to go onto the Android box and I'm just going to get it for free. So I think there's a bit of a, we've crossed the pendulum of acceptance of, of Netflix rates and, and, and YouTube fees and, and everything else. Uh, we did uh, touch on Huawei just a minute ago. I don't want to get into the politics of it. That's uh, you know between the United States and China and, yeah. and Canadian government. Of course, they're all sucked into that vortex now. <laughs> yes. Uh, but they did officially lay charges against them the last 23 week. indictments the FBI has actually charged on trade secrets and fraud. The U.S. Department of Char- uh, Justice has charged Huawei. This is separate from what's going on with the uh, uh, the, the daughter. That's yeah, all that's part a, of it. Yeah. Just to be clear, this is in addition. Huawei, the same company we're hearing she's, about. She's being charged with, uh, with uh, you know, the, the, the trade, the, the trade embargo against Saudi Arabia and everything but else. But this, this is just what they're doing in the North American market. That's right. So in North America, they've just announced T-Mobile had over 23 uh, stolen trade secrets that were being sold and used by Huawei. The same company that is threatening, if you don't buy my 5G products, you're not going to be, uh, you guys are in big trouble. I think the world needs to take a look at what's going on here because I keep stating this. Nortel is Huawei. If we could look back in time and the worldwide was, world was in a, in a position where Canada was capable of doing what the FBI is doing right now, Nortel would exist today and Canada would be a powerhouse in the technology field. That's my opinion. Uh, it was so bizarre. Uh, but they're so intrinsically involved with the Canadian market right now. And tell us, I mean, these are they're already married to Huawei. They're married to Huawei, but they're 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 not connected. I mean, Huawei... Not, not 5G. Not 5G, yeah. Not in the 5G form, but in the regards to their phones being capable of working within our, within our telecommunications network, yes, absolutely. But I think Huawei uh, is, is doesn't have the market share or capability of growing. I just, I think I share this with everyone. The phones are phenomenal. I mean, if you really want to look at this, you got to balance between do you want to have a communist republic of China capable of having information that you use your life every day? And the phones aren't cheap. Huawei is not one of those phones that is like, yeah, but it's only 150 bucks to get the same thing I would pay 15 on. They're still almost a $1,000 phone. So I just say, when you're looking at your options on the market, Huawei is embedded into the Canadian market, not just with phones. They're creating a lot of technology. They've got servers. They've got all sorts of yeah. details. Universities, we talked about what they're trying to do and say, listen, we're going to give you all this money. And, and thank goodness we've had a few universities turn them down. But it's pretty enticing when you're short on budgets and someone's going to throw you millions of dollars for research and an operation. Uh, I think I think we got a long road ahead of us for where and what Huawei is going to be doing in this country. This is Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at eleven thirty-five. Brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Uh, stay warm. Uh, have you. a great weekend, <laughs> and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Adam. The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from nine to noon on nine hundred CHML.